Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to another Real Film Nerds Podcast Legacy Cast. So that means it's a movie that is, I don't want to say old, but not currently in the theaters and not a made-for-streaming-only movie. This is episode number 288. Uh, with me, as always, the man with the waistline that keeps decreasing. Soon he's going to be a supermodel and an actor like Ryan Reynolds, Mysterious Mike Talent. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be like Ryan Reynolds, but uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah. You're welcome. Losing some weight. It, it's now pleasing to see you without your shirt. Oh, okay. Well, uh, finally. <laughs> finally? <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Mike. Mike is fully clothed today, people. He gets an award for being fully clothed. Uh, that award is that he gets to pick next week's movie, too. Woo! All right. Okay, all right, Mike. So this week we talk about uh, one of our favorite people on the planet as far as acting goes, as far as being a person. Eh, it's questionable. Uh, Mr. Tom Cruise starring in Edge of Tomorrow with, uh, I, I will just say, one of your former love interests before you got married, Emily Blunt. Mike, go ahead. Why don't you give us a breakdown? Right, right. One of my former love interests. Yes, correct. Yeah, you got married. Uh, you can't yeah. You can't love her anymore, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So Edge of Tomorrow was directed by uh, Doug Lyman. Is written by Christopher McQuarrie, Jez Butterworth, uh, John Henry Butterworth, and it was based on a novel by Hiroshi Sakazara. And uh, this movie is starring Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Bill Paxton, rest in peace, and uh, Brendan Gleeson. And this movie is about a soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again. The day restarts every time he dies. Okay, Mike. So, um, this was 2014. I think I saw this in New Mexico. I think it was in New Mexico in 2014. No, I don't, I was I here. don't know where you were. No, I was here. I think I was back in Arizona. I think I was, yeah. Cause I moved here in 2006. Six, seven. Yeah, dude, 2007, I think. Something like that. Anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so I would have seen it here then. Um, I don't think we saw... No, we definitely didn't see this together. Uh, this movie is freaking awesome. I love it. It's a great pick. It's Groundhog Day meets War. I mean, you can't get too much better than that. And they have power suits. I mean, dude, this is like sci-fi to the max amazing yeah and it's really well done it is i was commenting about that earlier today on the old uh radio which i'm back on uh this week or everybody missed it but it'll be at the end of the podcast um the cgi this is 2014 we're now in the year 2022 my math was not working good this morning but it was eight <laughs> years ago and the CGI still stands up very, very well compared to today's. Uh, it definitely looks better than She-Hulk. That show is absolute garbage. I do not recommend watching it. I will stay off that topic, though, because I don't need a nice long rant. Mike is exhausted, so we're going to talk about Edge of Tomorrow. But the CGI is very good. Emily Blunt does a great job. 
Mike's laughing his ass up, by the way. He's not close enough to the mic, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what that had to do with She-Hulk, but apparently it doesn't have special effects that are very good. So watch this movie instead. Yes. Mike, you haven't watched She-Hulk yet? Dude, no. Mike, have you seen anything outside of your house lately? I'm, I'm lucky I finished The Boys, and that, that was like two months ago. Oh, how dare you. Dude, House of the Dragon... I haven't even started yet. So good. So good. I really am actually enjoying that show. Game of Thrones is no Game of Thrones, but it's a lot better than anything else going right now of the new shows. Uh, anyways, the CGI is just absolute trash in She-Hulk. It's just, it's bad. Like, she just looks bad. And it the it's just, nope, I'm going to stop. It's just bad. And 2014... Um. Edge of Tomorrow looks way better than She-Hulk, and She-Hulk is done today. I think they're just, I don't know, they're doing something to their digital artists. But anyways, this this movie is like the complete package, man. It has great story, great action. Um, it's fun. It, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's really comedic. It has comedic tones here and there, you know, especially uh, some of the deaths where it just gets repetitive. Like when Emily, there's a period where spoilers, Emily Blunt just keeps shooting him in the head. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's not it really intended, funny. but yeah, it's pretty funny. So I don't know. I, I like this movie a lot. I think it's a great film. Yeah, I like the way that the Groundhog Day style stuff was, was shot. I guess it's, you know, you, you get the audience to understand that the same things keep happening, but you keep showing different different parts of things or different like changes in in different aspects and i like that a lot in this movie because it's like you got to see uh tom tom cruise's character cage uh experience like lots of different things in different ways and different all kinds of stuff so rest in peace mr bill paxton but i think he did a wonderful job in this as the drill sergeant I don't know if he's a drill sergeant, but he's just kind of the sergeant in charge. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't really remember a whole lot of uh, the beginning of this film until rewatching it. I forgot he came in on a helicopter. I mean, dude, just think about like some of this cool shit that Tom Cruise gets to do in like real life. Like they really did that. They really landed a helicopter like in the middle of London. Like, oh yeah, that's of awesome. Course. That's so much fun. Like, not just as a movie standpoint, but in, like, real life. I mean, and he's sleeping, and anyways, and he was a PR guy that was going on all the TV shows. I forgot about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, apparently, I mean, the very brief, and you don't need much, was he was, you know, a, a marketing uh, guy. His company went out of business when all the stuff with the aliens started happening or, or whatever they are. And, uh, then, you know, he, he joins the army and, and does the same thing just with a suit on, with a, you know, a uniform. In a uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got a question, Mike. Yeah. Do you think the aliens were robotic in nature or do you think they're like living beings? Because I kind of had a hard time distinguishing if they were robotic or if they were like living. I want to say they're living, but I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, like, maybe they're all connected through the hive mind kind of thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think well, I think it was kind of uh, 
they had on armor as well to fight. Okay. And they were their soldiers, but they're actually, they're like a living thing. But normally they're not all like the way they were. It's just because what they were doing, they they had armor. Okay. That's what right. I thought. So kind of like the soldiers on the Earth side where they're running around in these wicked um, mech body armor suit kind of things with automatic guns and more guns. And, you know, I just wish they had like jet packs, like jet feet. That would have been so much cooler. That would have been cooler. But it's still it's still pretty awesome. It's still pretty badass. Um, I'm not a super huge fan of what they keep calling um, Emily Blunt's character. They call, keep calling her like the heavy metal bitch, which I don't find offensive. I just don't think it really works for her character. The Angel of Verdone, I think, was a better nickname that they kept using because she's the one that, like, is the reason why they won that battle, which I think makes more sense. But I don't know. It, it just shows you the uh, discrepancy between the grunts and the higher-ups based on how they refer to her. I didn't think of it until, that, until now. So. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because it's like all the enlisted referred to her as the heavy metal bitch and then all the officers referred to her as the angel verdone yeah so it, it's kind of it's kind of i don't want to say like sneaking it in there but it's just impressionating that kind of on your head of the difference of the classes yeah that sounds good i think that's yeah. right yeah yeah i i think that was probably on purpose man yeah no now that i think about it yeah huh I didn't know this was written, this was based on a book until I started uh, doing the research for the podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost interested in, in getting the book, although it might be foreign, but that's okay. It's, I'm sure it's translated. Oh, I'm sure. Or, you know, I, not that we're sponsored by them or anything, but I, I've, I've given in and I've subscribed to Audible and I've had Audible for a while because I just don't have time to read. I really wish I could sit down and actually read a book. If I have that much time on my hands, I start reading, I fall asleep. So I listen to Audible in the car a lot, and it's I, I, I don't get through books fast, but I crank through them listening in the car, because at least now I can get it. And sometimes, especially stuff like this, they'll add in, you know, they'll make it more like a, like a, a show. They'll have sound effects and different voice actors and all kinds of stuff. I bet you, if you, they have it on Audible, it's probably something like that, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I've never really done that, man. I, 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 you know, Amazon's always trying to get me to get it because, you know, it's an Amazon company. But the, um, I, I don't read that much anymore either. Um, I did get a chance. I, I had a plane flight, um, actually to Arizona and, uh, several months ago and I actually got to read a book because, it was, you know, it's a decent flight. So I read a book on the way there and back and finished it. It was, it was kind of fun. Dude, I honestly, I miss, I miss being able to read and having the time to read. It's, it's, I have, I'm one of a few people that I know family wise, friend wise and coworker wise. And just in general, cause I mean, I go in a lot of houses, people just don't have books anymore. And I do, I have 
enough to fill probably three bookcases. Now I only have one bookcase. They're all kind of crammed in there. And I have a large, you know, mixture of books from photo books to some textbooks to I love history. I have a lot of history books. But yeah, I, I, I miss reading. And I think this would probably be a really good read. But Audible, you know, I'm not, again, I, we're not sponsored by them. It's a little pricey. I got it kind of for my mom because, Mike, I'm sure you know, last time you were out here meeting with my parents, my mom really can't see anymore. She's really, really bad. She's practically blind now. And she loves reading, but she's turned to other facets. And I got the audible subscription kind of for her so she can listen to some of the books that i buy and things so oh okay cool man it's a part of it i mean i i use it probably more than she does but but again it gives her that opportunity to you know do that kind of stuff she still watches tv and everything but it's it's not the same it's not the same well and she still watches movies but anyways enough about that mike um go ahead it's your turn i know what you want to ask you just took a sip of it Yes, Matt. Uh, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? <sighs> well, Mike, I'm going to keep it going this month while I can get it. Uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I just love this beer. And, you know, according to the Samuel I. Adams ad on TV, it stands for OK to Beer Fest. <laughs> awesome, Matt. Awesome. Have you seen that ad, uh- Mike? No, I haven't. I I don't really see TV that much or anything. I I, I I'm kind of live in a weird bubble, Matt. Well, I I have TV on when I'm working a lot, especially in the background, especially uh uh the live TV that I subscribe to, and they are pushing Oktoberfest, which I don't think they need to. Everybody loves it, but that's the ad. It's what you know. They have um, your cousin from Boston ad for Sam Adams. For those of you who don't know, look oh, it up. Yeah, it's funny. And that's one of the things that the cousin says. He says, it stands for okay to beer fest. Like, I like that. I like that. Nice. Okay, Matt. Well, I I do have uh, some Sam Adams Oktoberfest, but I, that's not what I'm drinking today. Today I'm drinking a Stone IPA. Traitor. <laughs> it's okay. You know. You still got it in the fridge, and you got to get as much as you can. I'm seriously thinking about just going and being like, Hey, Total Wine, can I buy a pallet? <laughs> I'm sure they'd sell it to you, dude. They probably would. I'd have to bring the truck. <laughs> oh, he's got the book. Yes. They might they, they might they might give you a discount. They might, yeah. Okay, he's got the book out. Mike, let's do it. Your favorite part of the pod. What's this week's horrible dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. What do you call an ant that won't go away? Uh, annoying? Permanent ant. That's that's not a good one, Mike. That is not <laughs> a good one. <laughs> it is not good. A permanent? Jesus. <laughs> nope. Pass. You can scratch just scratch that one out of the book right now. Okay, <laughs> all right. You don't have to actually destroy your buck, Mike. No, don't. Too late. Oh, Jesus. Okay, all right. Next is our bread and butter, as I like to say. Uh, I don't know. Is this an easy one? I don't think it is. This one wasn't too bad, man. Not too bad? Okay, I, I can't think of an easy person right off the top, but 
Uh, Mike, how does the 2014 film Edge of Tomorrow relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So uh, none of our main stars are in the MCU, but uh, the composer for this movie, yeah, yet, uh, Christoph Beck uh, also worked on uh, Ant-Man and Avengers uh, Endgame. So that wasn't too bad, man. Yeah. So um, the reason why I say yet is that I don't know if it was confirmed or if it was still a rumor. I probably should look it up before I say anything, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, The latest Multiverse of Madness, there was a rumor going around, I think it's a rumor, that Tom Cruise was cast as the superior Iron Man, which is a comic book character, and it's an alternate universe Iron Man, which if that's true, that would have been awesome. But he didn't show up in the film. Okay. Well... Until it happens, Matt. Until it happens. I hope we get it. Because if he really is like Superior Iron Man, it's a perfect it's a perfect fit. Because he's supposed to be an older, wiser uh, Iron Man that actually does bad things. I guess is the good way to put it. Yeah. Okay. If you can make Tony more greedy and self-centered. I, I don't know how, but they did it. So anyways, okay. Uh, I guess we're in our spoiler section. Uh, don't. I don't know. We've been kind of spoiling it from the start. It's not really one of those films you can talk about uh, without spoiling it. But uh, Mike, um, your turn to start jabbering, not mine. All right. Yeah, Matt. Um, this this movie was just it is the, it is the the complete package. Um, I think this might have been one of the first movies where I was like, "Wow, like this is really really good sci-fi." Like in the last. I don't know, a handful of years, Matt, uh, this movie really sticks out as one of the great sci-fis has come out because we just don't get that much good sci-fi. I also remember thinking the, uh, uh, is it The Arrival or Arrival? Arrival, yeah. Man, that movie just stuck out too because it's just so good. Well, Um, and then there's that other one starring Natalie Portman that I really, really liked but a lot of people hated. You remember? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, forgetting the name of it. it. Uh, it's where they went and like... That, oh, that yeah. meteorite or whatever crashes and it yeah. starts forming its own ecosystem. I'm forgetting the name of it, but I love that movie so much I bought it. Like That's how much I liked it. And not just Natalie Portman, but I remember that got slammed a lot because the whole cast was women and all this other shit. In my opinion, that shit doesn't matter. That shit does not matter. It's all about the story. It's all about the visuals. It's all about the movie. I don't give a crap what gender you are. And this is the ridiculousness of our current society. And this was back when all that shit really wasn't prominent like it is now. Anyways, I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the anyway, uh, this movie and Arrival really have stuck out as, as movies that have just been awesome in the last, I don't know, like... I guess a little while. I don't know, time's kind of flying by, but I I guess from about 2014 to now. (laughs) Dude, another one that came out that was around this time period gets confused sometimes with this that I just absolutely, absolutely uh, love 
Um, and of course, now I'm drawing a blank on the name. Uh, District Nine. Oblivion. No, District Nine. Oh, oh District Nine. District yeah. Nine was yeah. a phenomenal movie. But yes, Oblivion is very, very good as well. But I think Oblivion was quite a bit after this, wasn't it? Like three or four years after yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know. It is quite a yeah. No, District Nine was awesome. Especially they made that movie for like nothing. Yeah, and it's it's so 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 good. Um, I love that movie. That was just really good. Gosh, and then there was another one um, that came out around that time. It has the um, the uh, it had Jodie Foster in it. It has like a ring, a s- space. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 where the the Matt Damon Elysium? <sighs> yeah, Elysium. Yeah, I really like that too. So we had a good period there of some decent sci-fi films. You know, we really did. And yeah, you're right. We haven't had a ton. I mean, Transformers is sci-fi. It's not great. But not like original ideas like Elysium, Edge of Tomorrow, Arrival. I mean, those are original sci-fi ideas. And they're strong. And they're well shot. And they're well acted. Like, yeah, dude. And But you know, I'm partial to sci-fi. I love my sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. No, it did. It, it, so uh, th- this was... It was fun to watch again, and man, it it still looks really good. This this movie is just really well done. I'm not sure how they did some of the scenes. I mean, I imagine that it's a lot of like blue screens or something, but like I don't know, they look good, man. Like the the beach scene, it's like a D Day, but like modern era, like so cool. I was just gonna say the same thing. It it gives me not quite the same chills as Saving Private Ryan. But it has that concept, you know, of being dropped in into chaos. They're instead of coming in on the water, they're being dropped out of the sky. Same thing. The ship gets hit. Everybody's got to jump out. Right off the bat, just people are just getting murdered. You know, not just slaughtered. You know, very, very good comparison. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's what he was going for. But it was awesome. It was really well done. It looked great. And even when, like, he has to kind of keep repeating and, and doing stuff a little different, I thought it was great, man. It was, that's got to be tough to, to execute some of those scenes differently, but still have, like, the same, like, shot, essentially. Yeah. Like, like so, and they did it great. Like, it was just awesome. So, um, this was, this was a fun movie to revisit, and, uh, I just, glad we got to to watch some some good sci-fi man there really isn't much coming out uh by the way of new movies i, I know there's a lot of uh tv series and stuff kicking off i guess because it's fall and all that and we got what house of the dragons and she hulk and the I, I don't know what new else lord of the Rings show on amazon that's getting oh, slaughtered yeah. i haven't yeah. watched it i have not watched it so i don't have an opinion on it but it's getting slaughtered by the public and the critics yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know Amazon makes the boys, and that's awesome. Yeah, the boys and is awesome. Th- they made that Reacher show, and that was great. So I still haven't watched that. I, I, I need to watch that. Matt, you should watch that. I did watch that one. Mm, you got me beat <laughs> on that. But yeah, no, it's just fall TV, I guess. And instead of it being on TV, it's all on streaming services. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I love watching this. Um, I think this is a f- one of the first times I remember seeing Emily Blunt and was like, who is that? And then after that, she was in everything. So I don't, 
Maybe I just didn't notice her or something before. I know she's done lots of acting stuff before this, but... Yeah, she was in movies that you and I would not frequent before this. I guess Ah, is a nice way to put it. Yeah, 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 okay. That is a nice way to put it, Matt. You you mean chick flicks, huh? Yeah. Um, She was in uh, another fun, interesting sci-fi movie of a director that I no longer like, but she was in Looper in 2012. Oh, was she in that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't remember her in that. She was the mom of the little boy. Okay, okay. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, the other one you might have, but she wasn't big then, was like Sunshine Cleaning. I don't know if you ever watched that. I watched that. That was interesting. And then uh, Dan in real life. But yeah, she was mostly in chick flicks. I mean, she was in the Devil's Devil Wears Prada, you know, My Summer of Love. Um, the young Victoria, you know, just stuff that you and I probably would not have seen, or I still haven't seen, I guess. <laughs> How's that? But anyways, okay. So Mike, you were leading on to what, uh, we're going to watch for next week, but we are going to go to the theaters this week. So Mike, uh, why don't you talk about your pick for, uh, next week's pod? Okay, Matt. Uh, just give me a second to look up its name. I don't want to mess it up. Oh, no, I got, got kind of a, I already got it looked it's up. Sh- it's See How They Run. Yeah, See How They Run. I don't know. It just looks like a kind of a quirky movie. Um, you know, it's it's got... Um, oh, uh, Sam Rockwell? Yeah, Sam Rockwell's in it. and I'm, Adrian Bodie. Brody. Yeah. Brody, not Bodie. It, Brody. brody yes um yeah it just looks Um, interesting it looks very interesting it's a a period comedy murder mystery movie from what i can tell from the trailer yeah i think that's the best way to describe it so it's takes place in the 50s in the movies movie slash play industry i i don't want to say broadway because it takes place in london um, and it's someone's a murder and it's a whodunit, but it's also a comedy. I don't know, dude. It, it, I don't want to say this blatantly, but it kind of looks like um, Clue in a way. It reminds me very much of like Clue. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why I wanted to watch it. I don't know. It just sparked my interest. Clue took place in the 20s or 30s, though. But still, it's for me, it's very reminiscent of that. And I think it'll be fun. I, I At least I hope it's going to be fun. It might be absolute shit. We'll find out. That's why we do this. Well, actually, we do this because we like it and it's fun. And we love movies. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we were just having a conversation with one of our friends and we talked about like six different movies. We did. Yep. One of our good friends we grew up with. Yeah. So, uh, again, congratulations, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, he probably doesn't listen. Oh, he does. He does. I know he does. Okay. I saw it on the map. Who else would would listen in that state, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to disclose where Aaron lives, but he's in the yeah, south. All right. All right. Oh, yes. Uh, and I'll just do a shout out to my cousin, Eric. Uh, we've been comparing fall pumpkin beers, and uh, we're we're very excited for the pumpkin season, so... Shout out to Eric. I still got to mail him his uh, Blu-ray, by the way. 
All right, we'll put it on your list. I know, I know. I'm sorry, Mike. You know, I'm I'm trying to toe the line here. You know, you got kids and family and all this other shit, so you know, all the work falls on me. I understand. So, okay, all right, all right. So, how many reels, Mike? Do you give Edge of Tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to give Edge of Tomorrow four and a half reels. Damn it, you son of a bitch! Why don't you give it five? I don't know. I could. I'm just asking. Because I have a reason why I only give it four and a half. <laughs> I uh, you uh, okay, Matt? Um, I'll, you don't have to bite, dude. I'm just trying to. No, no. Why don't you tell us why you give it a four and a half? I don't have a good reason. Okay, so we're in spoilers again. So there's the end scene where it's a do or die situation. If they don't complete the mission, they die. There's so much cool shit that goes on in that end scene. I really wish that they were still doing the repeat thing there. I would have liked to have seen some of that shit go south and have to do it over again and getting that far. I would like I would have liked to have seen that. But it doesn't give the viewer that sense of urgency which would change the story. Okay, yeah, man. That makes sense actually. And then the other one, uh, why I drop it down, is the ending. I'm not super happy with the ending. I like it. I don't think it's terrible. But it it leaves me wanting a sequel that we never got. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, Emily Blunt, Tom Cruise, do they go off and get married and have babies that are aliens and that war? And, you know, anyways, it's just... It it ends abruptly, which is fine. I'm okay with it. I don't hate the ending. It just leaves me wanting more. That's all. That's it. Those two things. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it does leave you wanting more because yeah, it's so well done, dude. It is. And I'm just like, God, give us an, give me another movie of Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt kicking ass together and having the prettiest children in the world. So. All right. Well. I guess with that, Matt, should we wrap this up? Mike, you're the master and commander of podcast world, so the choice is yours. Okay, everybody. Well, we'll keep this one a little bit shorter than usual, and uh, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, go out there, stream a movie, or, or go watch a movie at a theater. The theaters are hurting. They would like to see you at the theater again. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Matt Hinshaw joining me in studio this morning on Mad Jake 99.1. Where the heck you been, Matt? I've been here. You're the one that has all the fun and goes on vacations and yeah. does all these neat, fun things. I, right. I'm not allowed to leave the bounds of Viabai County. Is that right? Yeah. Is that court ordered? No comment. Okay, no comment. Very nice. Well, we're glad you're here within the boundaries of Yavapai County this morning so you can review Edge of Tomorrow for us. I, I should have said my lawyer said I'm not allowed to answer that question. <laughs> that's what I should have said. Okay, you said no so comment. So it's that's close enough. Yeah, I plead yeah. the fifth. Yeah, very yeah, good. Anyways. Very good. Um, so since we, I haven't been here in a little bit, yeah. 
Uh, it's only been two weeks, it's man. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, we've been. I know doing this a, is the highlight of your life. It so pretty I get much. It. it pretty much. Is. I understand. Like this is what I live for. Right. I think about it every day. I'm just like Bless. God. Why can't I be on Lee's Alive and Local every day? I know. I and know. And then I wake up and it's a Tuesday. I'm like, ugh. ugh. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, today is a Monday. You are here. Tell us about Edge of tomorrow so okay we're doing older films because there's just not a whole lot out in the theater okay and so and we haven't done a whole lot of older films and this is a sci-fi action groundhog day style film okay. from 2014 right. starring tom cruise and emily blunt and i love this movie i saw it multiple times in the theater it was a pick of the co-hosts we haven't reviewed it so why not why not very good well you said it's a tom cruise movie and i'm like my heart stopped for a just a second, because I'm like, you know how I love Tom Cruise well, especially and his movies. Beach volleyball. Exactly. Yeah. And then I realized it's a science fiction action film. That's exactly why I didn't see it, but I could see why you would. Yeah, because it's amazing. Right. It is. Okay. Tell me. It takes place in the future. Yeah. Uh, alien invasion. And one of the strengths that the aliens has, or I guess... Um, would be the way they win and defeat their enemies is that they can reset the day, much like the film Groundhog Day. Gotcha. And so this happens to Tom Cruise. And so Tom Cruise gets to reset every day and it just gets more and more exciting and fun and crazy and especially the different ways he dies repeatedly. Oh, okay. I can only imagine. Yeah. Since Hence the, the catch line, because there was an argument on what they were going to name the film, because uh -huh. it's based on a novel. Okay. And in the theaters, it came out as Edge of Tomorrow. When Amazon put it out on their stuff, they called it Live, Die, Repeat. Oh. And so on IMDb, it has Edge of Tomorrow, colon, Live, Die, Repeat. Is that right? Yeah. So it's yeah. this long thing. I yeah. just call it Edge of Tomorrow, because yeah. that's what I saw it Well, that's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. All but right. I, Emily Blunt is fantastic. Tom Cruise is fantastic. The CGI is very good. I mean, think about it. This is 2014. This is, what, six, seven years ago. And mm -hmm. it's... Rivals it's eight, today. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to do math. <laughs> not on Mondays, not this early. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. 2014, yeah. And it rivals Whatever. what? What did you say? Today. today. I mean, you take a look at yeah. any modern stuff today. Good. It's as good, if not better. Was it a blockbuster when oh, it came out? Yeah, it actually didn't do super great because nobody knew really what it was about. Uh -huh. Word of mouth traveled and it started picking up steam, but it was supposed to be a blockbuster. Okay, yeah. It was very... a summer release, I believe. Very good. How many reels are you going to give it? I love this movie. It's Five? a four and a half. Four wow. and a half. Four the, and a half. I, I drop it down just a smidge because there's some, you know, I wish there would have been a little little more closure. I mean, there's closure on it, but I wish there's a little bit more on, to, on okay. it. So. Okay. You think there could be a sequel? Easily, but they haven't they have. done it yet, so okay. they're not going to. No. Eight years later, probably not. No. Okay. Let's give your mother a call, see what she thought or what she thinks of Edge of Tomorrow. That's coming up on Magic. Good morning. Good morning, Ma Henshaw on Magic 99.1. How are you? Oh, just fine. Oh, good. Had a great electric light show last night. Oh, Phoenix boy. was a glow. Nice. We got some rain up here, but it was in the middle of the night, so nobody got to enjoy it. I did. Oh, darn. Yeah. Matt did because he's up working all night long, you know. I was awake, yeah. 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 Well, uh, here we came down over the hill and we're like, what's going on? Because it was on the west side and in the middle and on the east side and... All over the place. Well, you should become our roving weather reporter, Mahinshaw. 
I am roving right now. <laughs> Back in carefree again. Whee. Very nice. Very nice. Well, you're talking this morning with us about the movies. Edge of Tomorrow specifically. What did you think of the Tom Cruise movie? Well, it was not my type of movie, and I have watched it twice. I watched it when it came out. Okay. Way whenever that was. And then I watched it again, and I, I there was so much fighting. I mean, with so many different, you know, groups. I can't stay because I don't want to give away the whole movie. Right. It was good, but um, I was not that thrilled with it. But, you know, then you at the end you figure out what's going on, and then that's really great. Yes. But, um, you know, I don't know what Matt thought of it, but I was it was okay. It was okay. Matt gave it four and a half reels. Oh, my goodness. He loved it. He loved it then, and he loves it now. I, it's not my fault she can't figure out how one an alien fights a human being. I mean, it's not that crazy. <laughs> hey, I'm with- I figured that out. Now, now, now. Come on. <laughs> well, then why are you saying all these different groups? It's two. There's the human species, and there's the aliens. They're trying to keep the human species alive. Well, I know that, but it was just so much fighting. Yeah. Lots of violence, huh? Fight, 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 fight. Yeah, see, And that sergeant that keeps calling people maggots? I wanted to punch him. (laughs) But, Mom, you love murdering. Ladies love, (laughs) we need more of a story. We're not just action junkies. There's a love story in it, too. Yeah, how was the love story, Mahinshaw? Oh, it was good. Yeah? It was. Any, yeah. any nudity? Not that I noticed. No. <laughs> well, the aliens don't wear clothes. <laughs> they don't? No. No? Okay. No. Okay. Well, how many cookies are you going to give it, Ma? Well, I'm giving it three. I mean, you would enjoy it if you like a lot of battling. Okay. You know? Yeah, a lot of science fiction like action. Science fiction, there is another. Okay. But, well, th- um, that's you know, pro- I gave it a three. That's probably why I didn't see it then, and I probably won't see it now, Mom and <laughs> John. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting with us this morning. You have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, so what will we review next week? So we're going to go to the theaters. There's finally something worthy of us watching, I guess is a good way to put it. I yeah. don't know. Or something that piques our interest. What is it? That's probably better. Yeah. A little film called See How They Run. Oh. Have you heard of this? No. It is a comedic period mystery. It takes place in 1950s London. Okay. It's based around the uh, uh, play and movie industry and... London and murder and oh. who done it and all that kind okay. of fun stuff. So that'll be good. Very good. Yep. All right, you guys check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Matt, as always, thanks for coming in and hanging out with me on what station? The wonderful Magic 99.1. Thank you, Matt.